Don't overlay your fear factor over my structure. This construct live without fear. Walk in the tightrope you fear. I can't be living life like a mouse in a house avoiding mouse traps. Fearless is the only act. And this is act three. Stop whispering at me. Your can't don't live here. Death is a mishap away. I'm taking that bull by the horn. I mean, I'm living life to my fullest. MasterCard, baby. Priceless. I'm trying to be a masterclass. Write my own syllabus. Fear is silly stuff. I'm not stupid with silliness. But I'm awake trying to be the best me wherever I be. Welcome to the Smoking Rhyme Show. What are we here for? What do you truly want? When change is not enough What do you do? What are we here for? Back to another edition of the Smoking Rhyme Show. My name is Rex 45 on the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. Poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. Uh, how's everyone doing? Give me a shout, 617-440-8777. It's the second um, Monday in October. Uh, it feels like it's, you know, I don't like it's like Thanksgiving is around the corner for some strange reason. Uh, this this October month seems like you know I, I feel like I'm already at the end of the month I don't know why um, I'm pretty sure there's a reason behind that somewhere somehow um, you know this weekend I I think like most weekends I don't want to come off you know I, I I tend to listen to a uh, a lot of um, you know different um, programs and stuff like that and and listen to how some people talk and sometimes. Folks try to make things worse than it seems or like, you know, or maybe not bad things doesn't happen every day, but bad things happen every day. Uh, But in this instance, and and I don't really like to talk about too many of the the bad things that happen. But, you know, over the weekend, uh, about 20 people, you know, passed away from a a limousine accident um, while, you know, trying to party and have some fun. So 
you know, while I'm here tonight, um, and not to say, you know, in Chicago and other pl- in other places in the world, there are a lot of people losing their lives often, and that's a problem. So I don't want to make it seem like, you know, this thing is happening and, like, none of these other things are happening, because they're happening. But also at the same time, you know, when you're on a party bus and the party, um, as they say, party done, um, and, 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 and it's going to be sadness, that's, that's, that's something that we got to talk about. And that's unfortunate. So I, I can't. Well, I shouldn't say I can't because I'm going to talk about the exercise and all that fun, all other other stuff. But I, you know, my mood is in this in such a place right now that I'm not a completely as happy as I'd like to because it, it does. Um, you know, to for anyone to lose someone um, is a, is a, is a painful thing, and and nobody wants to get that phone call. Uh, nobody wants to go and 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 hear, be a part of that. It's not something that anybody wants to wake up to. So you know, while the year is almost over and and while you know we're living our lives and and you know putting pieces together or, or whatever it is that you're doing uh just you know in the back of your mind just realize you know someone somewhere in the world uh is is less fortunate because they don't have you know somebody close to them at the moment because they've just lost that person and that, and and, and, that, and that's unfortunate and sad so you know we're going to do the show tonight um you know thinking about other people a little bit and, um, you know, realizing that our problems, as bad as they seem to be, uh, you know, if you're not identifying a body or going to a funeral, like I, I, li- I usually don't really talk too much, but I literally just got to text from someone saying they're coming from a funeral. Um, but, we, you know, I don't want to start the show on, on, on that note. But it, unfortunately, um, at the same time, I don't want to sit here and think like, you know, life is a bed of roses because we know it's not. We know there's hill and ups and downs and and everything in between. So my name is Rex 45. You're listening to Smoking Rhyme Show. Uh, the soapbox is at half mask. Um, we're going to talk, though. We're going to have some fun. Uh, there's some insightful poetry we're going to play tonight. Some insightful music as well. And um, some things that we're going to learn about cannabis a little bit later. Uh, that's going in, going on in this country. Um, there you have it. So I'm going to get into some poetry. Uh, this first one right here we're going to play uh, is, I don't want to say he's one of my favorite poet, but when I see his name, I, I generally believe he's going to have a good poem. And so far, so good. And I hope, hopefully he'll continue this trend. Uh, this one is by uh, Jovan Johnson. This one is called Baby Brother. Baby Brother is three years younger than me. He is... A free ticket to an amusement park. He is the front row at a comedy show, a museum of laughter. Baby brother is always a good time. Being raised by a single mother meant that my job was to take care of him, which was always easier said than done. In the third grade, he lost a set of keys to our house no less than 12 times. When my mother saved up to buy us these expensive jackets for Christmas, he left his on the playground the first day he wore it to school. The teachers called my mother because he talked in class, because he fought in class, because one time in the first grade, he kissed a girl open mouth in the back of the class. (laughs) Baby brother is hip hop at a summer barbecue. He is loud always gets the party going. And no matter how out of pocket he is, you cannot imagine a single thing in this world without him. When he began learning about addition, he excitedly told me about it on our daily walk home from school. He asked, Javon, what's one plus? I, confused, asked, one plus what? We went back and forth like this until he finally gave up and said, you know, for you to be so damn smart, you don't know nothing. 
<laughs> that moment always stuck with me. It is the earliest memory I have of failing as a teacher. Baby brother, these days, is teaching me a lot. He's teaching me so much. I think about OnePlus, and I think that maybe baby brother stumbled onto something accidentally. I think OnePlus is baby brother and his wife. OnePlus is baby brother, his wife, their newborn daughter. OnePlus is family. It is endless possibility. OnePlus is love because love does not always make sense, but it always adds up. And these days, baby brother is adding up. Baby brother recently got married, and I was not his best man. And honestly, I wasn't mad at him, but it did hurt a bit. Baby brother and I were never really that close growing up together. I used to beat him up often. At some point, I began hitting him so much that he started to hide till my mom came home. But this was never my first act of violence. We teach boys that in order to become men, they have to kill off their emotional selves. And I became a damn good drone. I blew up everything in my path. My fists were hammers. I treated everything like nails. My masculinity is a well-hung portrait in the hallway of a crumbling house. And every time the wind blows, it's the only thing I think to grab nowadays. I'm afraid it's all I'll have to hand down to my children. My masculinity is a facade. It is a, a, a a poorly built suburban neighborhood trying to fool us into thinking the entire system isn't coming crashing to the ground. It is an armadillo, a small mammal with a hard shell who knows how easily it can become roadkill. When I was younger, I broke my collarbone playing street football with baby brother. They left me out in the middle of the street like a lost Jesus or something. They didn't believe the boy was in as much pain as he could not say he was in. And isn't that just the perfect metaphor? So last week, uh, I was informed that when black people die and go to heaven, they go through this purification process and God will turn them white like everybody else in heaven. No, no, you're laughing, like real talk. Uh, when we get to the, the pearly white gates, we, we get some white shoes, a golden halo, white wings, white skin, a white robe that's probably hooded, and the curse of ham gets lifted. Um, so before I chalk this up to the dumbest thing I had ever heard at a historically white college or university, I decided to ask some questions, because who knows, they might be white. <clears throat> they might be right. So first... Does God turn us white before or after we get to heaven? Like, when we die, does the black skin fall off our white bones, or do we Michael Jackson moonwalk off our melanin strutting to a lighter shade? Do we remove our black like a coat? Does God hang it on the nearest tree while we all watch and pose for postcards? Is the halo actually a really fine tooth comb that you can't fit on your head if your hair nappy? Do they sell blue magic upon those cocoa butter at the Angel supermarket or just mayonnaise? Or do we shed our skin to the sound of privilege seeping into our souls? 
After waking up morning after morning, the streets paved with gold because apparently God just loves gold. Do all these riches we obviously couldn't have afforded in our short lives make the black skin just want to crawl off our bodies? Is this what inheritance feels like? Question two. If everybody white, do anybody clap on B? Three. Is this what they did to Jesus when he died on the cross? All woolly-haired and whatnot, when he looked up and asked God why had he forsaken him, did God look back down and say, you should have been white? Don't know why you asked to be colored, why you asked for all that excellence, you know it comes with a cost. No, don't get cross with me, young man, I told you. You hung out with murderers and thieves, you would hang with them too, you know. They're gonna call you white after you save them anyway. They will wash you white as snow, clean you up for the camera, you know. They say good deeds smell just like Clorox bleach and have the same effects. Watch them do you the same way they do history. And honestly, I don't think God would say all that, which is why I was asking the question. Last question, if God turns me white, what will I think about black people? Will I look at them the same way you look at me? If so, to hell with that. Yeah, I concur, to hell with that. You listen to Smoke and Rise, my name is Rex 45, 10 p.m. to midnight, poetry, music, and some cannabis talk, taking over that B87 FM. Uh, give me a shout, 617-440-8777. That one was Jaman Hill, White Heaven. Before that was The Light, uh, not The Light, that's going to be the next thing we play, uh, was uh, Baby Brother by Javon Johnson. Um, you know, just to give you a little feel what's going on in and around the world, right? Uh, or in the U.S. for that matter. But I think this, both these poems would apply uh, around the world as well. Because um, it struggles, and you know, it's, it, it wasn't planned to be that kind of theme for tonight. But I, I think, as human beings, we all suffer losses in some way and and, and some shape, and we have to live through that. Um, and, and as I talked at the beginning of the hour about uh, uh, those folks that didn't make it, we can talk about Chicago. I mean, we can talk about you know, there's a hurricane coming. Uh, in parts of, 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 of Florida, you, we can talk about what happened in North Carolina. Uh, these things happen. And, and, and I don't, you know, uh, I, I prefer good news. But at the same time, you know, uh, there's bad things happening to a lot of folks. And so, you know, sometimes when you're driving or going about your daily life, you may see some people and you're wondering why, you know, they're not doing backflips or cartwheels or whatever. Because uh, they're probably going through something. Um, you know, I used to just say, you know, they're probably not having sex, but in this instance, it could be more than that. But, you know, for whatever reason, they don't have a smile on their face. And, and, and that's a big deal. Um, so, you know, we, you know, we have to walk with, a, you know, with some peace in our heart and some love in our heart and some empathy. Right. Uh, it's probably the word I'm looking for uh, in, in your heart when you when, when you see folks, you know, going about their day because you don't know where they're coming from or going to. Uh, if they're dressed in black, you don't know what they're doing. Hell, if they're dressed in pink and purple and green, um, you don't know what's going on. Uh, we can make assumptions, but probably the best thing to probably do is to talk to someone um, and, and see what's going on. So, you know, like, I think we can all relate to that. Um, you know, speaking of 
and and I probably won't talk about this that much, but we got to talk about the exercise thing because it's coming close to a year. And, and like a few weeks ago, you know, I, I, I talked about, you know, the accident and, and trying to get back in shape. And, and as I'm as I'm as I'm trying to get back into and, I, you know, full disclosure, I, I've been working out from like the teenage years. So I've been working out for a, a little bit, you know, not that old. So just a little bit. And, um, you know, I try working out since my um my accident and it's very difficult you know the things that are hurting that you know didn't before and um you know mentally you know i knew i was stronger than than where i am and stuff like that so it's a big eye opener to re- to realize like you know yeah it, it i don't want to say i'm learning how to walk again cuz that's not the case but at the same time i'm i'm learning how to work out again cuz i'm not into a place where i can you know even though i'm telling you on air you know to tell people like, oh, I'm at the gym working out, blah blah blah, any of this stuff. None of that's happening because it's it, it's ugly in the beginning, and and so like I've been saying all year to some folks, you know, we'll jump on and we made plans at the beginning of the year to um, to work out and 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 get ourselves in a better place, and you know, you fall off from that better place uh, and try to get back on. So if today you're not happy with your workout, you're not happy with the way you're doing things. Uh, you know, there's there's hope because I, I have no choice myself because I got to start over. So if I have to start over, well, you know, some of y'all might have to too, which is okay. Music stop, which means it's time for me to play some more uh, music or poetry. In this instance, you're going to hear some music. Uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, you know, I'm going to play right now. And uh, we're going to have him on the Smoking Rhyme show, actually, in November as well. So that's going to be a beautiful thing. Uh, this one is The Light by Prophet. Once high school ended, a growing process that taught me endless. Looks started coming in, then they started wondering what's the chances I could get him and smother him. It was a blessing to finally get attention. Even though they had their individual perceptions, fell into temptation but had pure intention. Couple years later, I know I'm showing progression, cause beautiful taught me that I was feeling empty. I just wonder why she was so quick to forget me. Brought me in close and I was distant with truth, but when I told her, she said, I have nothing with you. All the memories lost. Maybe because of our flaws And then we go too fast Double back and pause I can't rewind time So now what's my approach? I don't give up I just give it time and hope Yeah I don't care about the other women digging me, especially if she ain't feeling me. Girl, I hope you're hearing me. Tendencies give you reasons to remember me. Looking for my other half, you could be my symmetry. Trying to get hands on like activities. Once our minds and our souls hold connectivity. Way before you ever knew what you meant to me. I was looking like a Charlotte's meant to be. Six years deep, another man ain't get to me. Cause I never made it clear, but I felt your energy. 
baby refugee Grew up facing tough times Maybe I can't touch her soul How she touched mine Maybe she's scared Because of men who didn't do right Had my own struggles But now I want a new life First glance I was like Damn that's a true wife And let another man tell her I didn't move right Thoughts linger when I'm sober When I'm not Thinking to myself Is she over him or not? to forget me she used to get excited now she ain't when she texts me you give what you give ain't no taking back i want to give her time but already wasted that who am i to impose how things should go i just want you to know all the thoughts that flow i want you to tell me what it is i'm out here looking for the mother of my kids and hey, yo i hate not knowing what to feel i can't play the cards if i don't know the deal it's hard to open up but you can keep it real even if the truth hurts lies kill when we don't talk I feel strung out So much to say but it won't come out The beauty of love is No matter how much you give You can keep on giving and it won't run out Profit, aka percussion. You're now tuned into my guy, my man, Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes, coming at you live and direct. Yeah. Give me a shout, 617-440-8777. As you heard, Rex45, the Smoking Rhymes show. We're here every Monday night, 10 p.m. to midnight, poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. Um, that one right there was Profit Delight. Uh, last Thursday, we um, had Chronics in town and Paradise Music. We're going to pay some bills, though, and we'll be right back. For hip-hop. I hit it one time, I'm a piper. If I hit it two times, then I like a... More dance tool. Why you gotta be so insecure? Yeah. I did all I could do, but you be wanting more. More urban music? On the all new B87. eBay has everything you need to do football season your way. Watching the game at home? Nothing says Sunday football like a crock pot full of your semi famous turkey chili. Tailgating? Keep those drinks extra cold in a new ice blue Yeti cooler. In the stands? Rep your ride or die team with jerseys, hats, and more. And no matter where you're watching, never miss a play because your new Roku Express caught it all. Visit eBay and feel like you scored a touchdown without ever picking up a ball. Game day. It's happening on eBay. That is a pretty good breakfast. You're not even eating. Not ever. Why not? What's up? Kath and I knew that Jenny had been partying a bit. 
Found out she tried heroin. Most people don't know what to say about drugs, but we do. Visit us at drugfree.org. A message from the Partnership for Drug-Free Kids, where families find answers. Hi. You can't see me because of radio, and I can't see you because I'm totally blind. My blindness doesn't hold me back, but I fight to stay awake during the day because I'm not sleeping through the night. Often, I struggle to concentrate and just keep up. Sound familiar? You're not alone. But this is not a sleep disorder. It's actually 924. Learn about the link between total blindness and your symptoms. Visit learnmore924.com or call 855-856-2424. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. Do you think you won't be able to make your next credit card payments? Or have you already missed a few payments? Have you thought about getting one of those quick loans to make up those payments? At Family Financial, we firmly believe that replacing debt with more debt is not the solution. We are a nonprofit organization that for more than 20 years has helped thousands of individuals like you eliminate their credit card debt. If you qualify, Family Financial will contact your creditors to establish an affordable payment plan, negotiate lower interest rates and minimum payments, bring your accounts current, and stop those annoying collection calls, saving you thousands of dollars in interest. Our certified counselors will work for you, not for the creditors. Why wait until your debt gets out of hand? Call Family Financial now. 877-789-4173 Not available in all states. Results may vary. Not a loan company. If you are single and want to search and connect for free today on Match, then listen up. Ever wonder what other singles you are crossing paths with? With new misconnections from Match, you can see members who visit the same places you like and do the same things that you do. And for all my B87 listeners, go to Match.com and start searching and connecting today for free. That's right. It's free to search and connect. Go to Match.com. M-A-T-C-H.com. Trojan Condoms presents Less is More at the Pharmacy. Next, there's something we don't understand. Well, that's what a pharmacist is here for, to answer all of life's most pressing questions. These condoms you sold us, I mean, there's less condom. And we feel so much more together. You're talking about Trojan Bearskin. We got so close. We felt so close. Trojan, America's trusted number one condom brand, brings you Bearskin. 40% thinner than our regular condom for 100% pleasure. So less is more. Exactly. Trojan, you can't wait to get it on. Who can wait for such things? You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on the all-new Beauty 7 FM. Strikes 45 on the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. Poetry, music, and a little bit of cannabis talk. Um, don't mean to be laughing on the microphone. We're talking about some important things. Um, but I'll leave it there. Give me a shout, 617-440-8777. As we were talking about, um, you know, we're going to move it up a little bit. I don't want to, you know... I don't want to, we could talk about the loss of lives forever, so I don't want to talk about that. But, you know, there's some other things that's um, dearer to my heart if you've been listening to the Spoken Rhyme show, which is driving in Boston. And apparently about a week and a half ago, um, Boston is pretty much the worst place to drive in this country. And, you know, if you live in Boston, you got to feel bad about that because we like to be in the top five in everything. So to be in the worst thing, in, in, in the country, it's not a good look um, for any one of us who's from Boston. So if you're new to Boston and you accept in the fact that we're the worst in driving, well, for lack of a better word, shame on you. 
because you should want better than that. You should want to be a better driver. You should want to be in the top five. You want to be close to Finland in driving, in all honesty, because apparently Finland has the best drivers in the world. Uh, based on stats and race car drivers and such things, I, I you know I have I have all this information in my head. But anyway, it, it, it just just remember that. So if you're new to Boston or if you've been here for a while and you're hearing it for the first time that this is the worst place to drive, what are you gonna do about it? I mean, if California is better, and Cal- they're saying California is better in traffic than we are. I've been to California recently, and and and. It seemed like I was in a parking lot, so I really don't understand how Calif- how we're worse than California. But anyway, we're worse than L.A. I shouldn't say California, specifically L.A. Uh, so, you know, I can give you tips on becoming a better driver. I can give you tips on becoming a better a lot of things. But, you know, like anything else, you know, there's this old saying, you know, you can lead a horse to the well. Um, but we can't you can't force them to drink it. So we can tell you how to be better. But if you don't want to be better, I'm just really wasting my time. Um, but nonetheless, we, you know, if you look at sports, if you look at education, if you look at medical, if you look at finance, if you look at technology, if you look at diversity, um, I can go on the list and list and list. We're, we're we generally in the top. And Boston is a pretty small place compared to, you know, Chicago, New York, L.A., you know, pick it just about any place in Texas, right? Everywhere's bigger than Boston. But at the same time, we have been fortunate, even in music. I mean, you look at what comes off of music in Boston from the beginning, right? I mean, you know, everybody, Marley, I, I, Hendrix, uh, everybody came through Boston. Um, you look at comedians, everybody comes through Boston. Uh, so, you know, to be the worst at this thing is not a good look for us. And we should do something about it. And that is my gripe until we, 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 we um, play the next uh, song because... It's, we can be better, but you have to want it. And and if you can sit here and, and at, like I said a few weeks ago, I'm not watching the Patriots, but if you can root for the Patriots, if you can root for the Red Sox, who we just finished what, in first place, I mean, you know, before the playoffs, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, you know, if you look at the Patriots, if you look at the Celtics, we can go on and on, and I don't want to. I, I do want to leave the house and see a path in front of me that I can hit the gas and have fun. I don't want to see a parking lot in front of me. And if you don't want to see a parking lot in front of you, you can be a better driver. Period. Music stop. I'm going to play some more music. It hasn't quite stopped, but it will. Um, This next one I'm going to play is by Nice Eyes. Can't Keep You uh, is the song. And I can't keep you from being a bad driver, but you can work that out. So please work that out so we can be in the top five for being the best drivers instead of the worst drivers in the country because that's not a good look you're listening to smoking rhymes my name is rex 45 nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can call my line but i'm not coming home the market put you in another zone shorty trying to run it thinks she's something more but baby, I can't put up with another flaw. Can't keep you, baby, I can't keep you. Can't see you, baby, I can't see you. You need me, baby, I don't need you. Saying you love me, baby, this ain't equal. I think she going crazy about me. Ha. I think she going crazy about me. 
so I'm up. I gotta bounce, baby fools, but guess I'm the culprit. She fell in love with my bulls. Feeling emotion, now that's where I go full sprint. Kept it a buck, I'm here to couldn't make more sense. But since it's more tense, I'm out, I pull the lane switch. I'm living once and coming up, don't like complaining. Getting high off this money, the fame shit. Making twice of what you make up off the same street. I think she going crazy about me. Then she going crazy about me And the more I come and think about it The way I live, man, that could be a breeze You can call my line, but I'm not coming home This shit I'm on could put you in another zone Shorty tryna run it, think she's something more But baby, I can't put up with another flaw Can't keep you, baby, I can't keep you Can't see you, baby, I can't see you Baby, I don't need you Saying you love me Baby, this ain't equal Slow it down I tell her just to slow it down There's a whole other side of me I'm holding out I can't put you through the stress When I go in doubt I got ways to handle that And it's working out Can't keep you Baby, I can't keep you Don't wanna bring you on the road Where I could leave you Late nights, hotels, it might seem cool But shit it is, but I can't forget All the nights I lay my life on the line for All the times I say my grind cause I kept going I don't wanna have to think twice, so I kept going Gotta do me always, can't take all day I think she going crazy about me I think she going crazy about me And the more I come and think about it, I think The way I live, man, that could be a breeze. You can call my line, but I'm not coming home. This shit I'm on could put you in another zone. Shorty tryna run it, think she's something more. But baby, I can't put up with another flaw. Can't keep you, baby, I can't keep you. Can't see you, baby, I can't see you. You need me, baby, I don't need you. Saying you love me, baby, this ain't equal. Oh, say, can you see? Miguel wants to learn the Star Spangled Banner. Miguel was the last fourth grader to migrate into my English as a second language course and is the first to raise his hand for every question. But Miguel views letters in a different way than most. Because there are many words in Spanish that do not exist in English, he learns how to pack them in a suitcase and forget. Because many phrases translate backwards when crossing over from Spanish to English. Throughout the whole song, he tends to say things in the wrong order. So when I asked him to sing the second verse, it sounds like, and the rockets red glare. We watched our home bursting in air. It gave proof to the night that the flag was still theirs. They say music is deeply intertwined with how we remember. Miguel hears the marimba and learns the word home. Hears his mother's accent being mocked and learns the word shame. Hears his mother's weeping and learns the word sacrifice. Yes, what does the word America mean? 
What does the word dream mean? I say two words with the same meaning or what we call synonyms. You could say America is a dream. Something we all feel silly for believing in. He says, teach me how to say bandera. Teach me how to say star. Teach me how to hide my country behind the consonants that do not get pronounced, Miss Angelica. Teach the letters to just flee from my lips like my parents and build a word out of nothing in my tongue. We do not pronounce the letter H. Home is not a sound my voice knows how to make. It's strange what our memories hold on to. It's strange what makes it over the border from the left side of the brain, but what our minds do not let us forget how an accent is just a mother tongue that refuses to let her child go. The language barrier is a 74-mile wall lodged in the back of Miguel's throat. The bodies of words so easily lost in the translation. Oh, say, for whom does that star spangled banner away? Give back the land to the You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on the all-new B87FM. My name is Rex45. On the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. Poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. And that one right there um, was Angelica Marie, the star Spanglish banner. And you heard the words. You know what that's about. Uh, you, you know, we're not going to make this stuff up. Um, as we've been talking about what's... Going all the sad stuff that's been going on. Um, here's some stuff that's sad, and it's not death, but at the same time, you know, uh, there's a certain feeling of, um, you know, assimilation that that has to happen. And you know, when you're going through it, it's not fun. I mean, if you're the person that's on the other side and you can't wait for them to learn, you may think it's easy, but if if you go to if you have the opportunity to go to a country where you don't speak the language, I think you'll get a better appreciation for what that last poet was saying um, or any person that has to go through. I mean, and that's just the language. I mean, it doesn't even matter if you even speak English and you come to somewhere new. There's so many things that you have to learn about the culture that you're completely cl- clueless about. And, it, you know, when you're when you're young, you feel like you have to assimilate. Um, when you're older, you, you're holding on to what you know. Um, and, and that's usually the, I don't want to say disconnect, but it is a you know disconnect between the older folks and the younger folks. But nonetheless, it, it's still a struggle because if you come here when you're older and you don't learn the language, you're still limited. And if you come here when you're young and you learn the language, you forget where you're from. And, and that also limits you because you need to know where you're from. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes. My name is Rex45. It's almost time for the Pot Cafe. I'm going to play one more poem and then get into that. This one right here is by Andrea Gibson, the nutritionist. Just listen to these words. The nutritionist said I should eat root vegetables. Said if I could get down 13 turnips a day, I would be grounded, rooted. Said my head would not keep flying away to where the darkness lives. The psychic told me my heart carries too much weight. So for $20, she'd tell me what to do. I handed her the 20. She said, stop worrying, darling. You will find a good man soon. 
The first psychotherapist said I should spend three hours a day sitting in a dark closet with my eyes closed and my ears plugged. I tried it once, but couldn't stop thinking about how gay it was to be sitting in the closet. The yogi told me, to stretch everything but the truth, said to focus on the out-breath, said everyone finds happiness if they can care more about what they give than what they get. The pharmacist said Kalanapin, Lamictal, Lithium, Xanax, a doctor said an antipsychotic might help me forget what the trauma said. The trauma said, don't write this poem. Nobody wants to hear you cry about the grief inside your bones. But my bones said, Tyler Clemente dove into the Hudson River convinced he was entirely alone. My bones said, write the poem to the lamplight, considering the riverbed, to the chandelier of your faith, hanging by a thread, to every day you cannot get out of bed, to the bullseye of your wrist, to anyone who has ever wanted to die. I have been told sometimes the most healing thing we can do is remind ourselves over and over and over, other people feel this too. The tomorrow that has come and gone and it has not gotten better. When you are half finished writing that letter to your mother that says, I swear to God, I tried. But when I thought I'd hit bottom, it started hitting back. There is no bruise. Like the bruise, loneliness kicks into the spine. So let me tell you, I know there were days when it looks like the whole world is dancing in the streets where you break down like the doors of their looting buildings you are not alone and wondering who will be convicted of the crime of insisting you keep loading your grief into the chamber of your shame you are not weak just because your heart feels so heavy I have never met a heavy heart there wasn't a phone booth with a red cape inside some people will never understand the kind of superpower it takes for some people to just walk outside some days I know my smile looks like a gutter on a falling house but my hands are always holding tight to the ripcord of believing a life can be rich like the soil, can make food of decay, turn wound into highway, pick me up in a truck with that bumper sticker that says it is no measure of good health to be well adjusted to a sick society. I have never trusted anyone with a pullback bow on my spine the way I trust the ones who come undone at the throat, screaming for their pulse to find the fight to pound. Four nights before Tyler Clemente jumped from the George Washington Bridge, I was sitting in my hotel room in my own town calculating exactly what I had to swallow to keep a bottle of sleeping pills down. What I know about living is the pain is never just ours. Every time I hurt, I know the wound is an echo, so I keep listening for the moment when the grief becomes a window, when I can see what I couldn't see before through the glass of my most battered dream. I watched the dandelion lose its mind in the wind, and when it did, it scattered a thousand seeds. So the next time I tell you how easily I come out of my skin, don't try to put me back in. Just say, here we are, together at the window, aching for it to all get better, but knowing there is a chance. Our hearts may have only just skinned their knees, knowing there is a chance the worst day might still be coming. Let me say right now, for the record, I am still gonna be here, asking this world to dance, even if it keeps stepping on my holy feet. You, you stay here with me, okay? You stay here with me, raising your bite against the bitter dark, your bright longing, your brilliant fist of loss, friend. If the only thing we have to gain in staying is each other. My God, that is plenty. My God, that is enough. My God, that is so, so much for the light to give. Each of us at each other's backs, whispering over and over and over. Live, live, live. Thank you. Thank you so much, y'all. Take such good care of each other. For real, because um, 
I had to change my diet after this accident. And I'm not completely happy about that because I can't eat anything I want to. So this one, The Nutritionist by Andrea Gibson. Uh, it's a pretty dope poem because life have uh, changing events and, you know, sometimes we have to evolve with them regardless if we like them or not. Uh, you hear the music, you know what time it is. It is the Pot Cafe, time of the night. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes at Rex 45, 10 p.m. to midnight, poetry, music, and obviously some cannabis talk. And this is where we are. Uh, it's beautiful tonight because I get to talk to some talk about some other place beside um, Massachusetts. Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Officials in Ohio are cracking down on CBD oil sales. Although CBD products have been sold in stores throughout the state for several years, the Ohio Board of Pharmacy has now decided that these sales are illegal for most business. Now, only state-approved cannabis dispensaries will be able to sell CBD oil. While medical cannabis has been legalized in Ohio, there's no shops currently operating. For patients in need, they could be... caught between a rock and a hard place as they wait for the dispensaries to open. Businesses accustomed to offering customers these products are now trying to liquidate their inventory. The sign the sign on the counter of Smoking Plus, a Daytona shop that sells glass pipe, vaporizers, tobacco products, and CBD oil, reads, Final Sale, all, C- all CBD now 10% off, according to a station in Ohio. Robbie Ahmad, the owner of the Smoke Plus, feels that he may lose business because of the board's decision. Quote, I think this is a leading product. Within two or three years, this product will become so popular, he said. CBD rise is popular, is like is likely due to the medical properties. Unlike THC, CBD does not pro- produce any psychoactive properties uh, commonly uh, treated with, you know, commonly known. Instead, it has the effect to uh, treat chronic pain. Uh, the owner of the shop's mother uh, used the CBD oil uh, to help sleep and to uh, treat pain that they have. So lots of senior citizens use CBD um, young kids and 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 so it it does help since you you can actually just take the CBD oil and not get high the Ohio uh, Board of Pharmacy claims to have made their decision because they want to track the source of all CBD products and not the ingredients used Maud feels that the state is simply looking to capitalize on the popularity of the CBD and control the market the prices he says uh, is going to skyrocket and they're going to hurt customers' pocket, which is true. Uh, the news may be tough for stores accustomed to selling CBD products uh, to its patient in need. When Ohio dispensaries are fully open, the board's decision c- could benefit cannabis business by eliminating all the competitions around it. And, I, and I, I, you know, I feel that way about Boston as well and or Massachusetts as well uh, because they're taking their time. And I'm pretty sure to date, and I could be wrong, but I, I don't think you can buy recreational marijuana in Massachusetts. And you have to ask yourself why, because that is a serious problem. And, and it's not just Ohio. In the second hour, we're going to talk about Philadelphia as well and, and issues that they're facing there. Um, 
there's a lot of problems when you know the the population wants something and the powers to be try to control that and that's a big issue and I'm not going to talk about it that much on in the pot cafe section but we're going to talk about that later on because you know we all got to be involved in um, making sure we have the right politicians that are putting in policies and laws that benefit the majority of the people but it will not benefit everybody, obviously, because you can't please everybody. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes. My name is Rex45. That was the Pot Cafe. I'm going to get into this song by Vibrant. It's called Indifferent. We're going to pay some bills, and then we'll be back. Takes a thought, and I feel adrenaline rushing to my veins. A call does the same. Face a blaze when I see a name. I need a way to regain clarity, but it never do. But it never do. No, I never do. No, I never do. Then, then I pretend that it's nothing, but I'm fronting again. It's nothing new. Another track has my heart racing. Another spat, so I start dazing. So alone when around me is bustling My scarf's soft, demeanor is hardening Like my nose, I'm getting cold Salt's on the cars again Used to swerve before splashing pedestrians Have had a problem with using my selfishness Now I'm leaving them wet and shivering Strange, I don't empathize when I'm drenching them A little alone time off in my mind to ice, it's grind time, break it down, my, 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 so glad that I got here, worked harder than top ten, then when I'm in love, the past starts rushing in like the locks broke, levees open, unblocked nose, then clog it up with the fronto, oh my god, bro, you need to stop, slow down, rot your sound, got Hold now, think you're chasing it, but it's chasing you Missing details when you're on the move N- Need some tea, got some truth Nicotine is what you're really addicted to never And it's why. no use This one, dude you have that little extra As bold as you know it, but I won't love A alone time Off in my mind Veins turn to ice It's grind time Break it down My, 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 my My, 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 my feels good inside Always feel great inside me And if it's not It's about to be Hey yo, it's Prophet, a.k.a. Percussion You're now tuned into my guy My man, Rexy45 On Smoking Rhymes Coming at you live and direct Yeah I want to fall for the you I don't know yet. So let me love you at your worst. 
and deserve you at your best. Time tells stories of our past and plots thicken as we fall down. But healing, healing only works for those courageous enough to be vulnerable. I want to fall for you, I don't know you. So let me push you when you're weak and encourage you when you're tired. Praise your accomplishments, find correlations between your will and your stubbornness. And never forget that the core of our relationship is rooted in acceptance. Flaws are common, but sometimes love isn't. I want to fall for you, I don't know you. So I can remember what scared feels like. Allow it to remind my mind that I'm still alive and that you're really real. I don't think my imagination is playing tricks on me, so I must be doing something right to have met the woman in my dreams. You scare me. I want to fall for the you I don't know yet. Because the past, present, and future are the binary of our lifetime. We don't have to be who we were yesterday, but tomorrow is dependent on who we are today. So actually, I love the you I know right now. The past that I see you don't hear. The future that we will reach, the restraints that we will reach because of our love. Our love is existentially the replication of a time machine playing our best and worst moments over and over and over again. It's the only way that we can internally engrave our love into the DNA of our children. So I will say in this time and the next that I will love you until our molecules evaporate into the canvas skyline, perfectly painted into infinity, preserved ever so delicately in the painting hanging above our grandchildren's mint. Listening to Smoker Rhymes on on UB eighty seven FM. My name is Rex forty five on a mic. Ten p.m. to midnight. Poetry, s- music, and some cannabis talk. You already heard the pot cafe in the first hour. You already heard the good music and the great poetry. If you were fortunate enough to come out last week, you were at Chronics. Saw him live. Uh, you had a good time, and you're ready for the next show. And we're going to tell you what that is in a little bit. Uh, give me a shout, 617-440-8777. You know, it's kind of, I, I said um, early on that I was um, boycotting, for lack of a better word, watching um, football. How's everybody else with that? Are you boycotting? Are you watching? Do you know what's going on? And I say that because... I'm still keeping track of the score. Shout out to uh, Big E because he, he, he's all over it. Um, I'm keeping track of the scores still because uh, for reasons I need to know this information. But no, I'm not, I'm not watching um, football. You know, There's a lot of things I'm actually not doing because um, somebody has to, and I'm not saying I'm the first when I say somebody, but somebody has to you know, put their foot down and say, you know, enough is enough. If a business is not treating you right, 
um, or if someone is not treating you right, you got to put your foot down. It doesn't make any sense for you to be giving your money to a business that's not treating you the way you want to. Or it's not cooking your food the way you want to. It's not uh, making whatever it is the way you want to. There's no point in that. I'm not quite sure um, when one realizes that. But at some point you realize, like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to keep my money in my pocket because I'm better off. Uh, because, you know, if, if especially in, in the hood, most hoods anywhere you are in the world, um, I think, and, I'm, and, and I might be generalizing by comparing all businesses anywhere in the world, for sure. Um, but, you know, there's common decency. And if you walk into a place and you don't feel like that place is being decent to you, you know what that's like. You're not asking for a handout and you're not asking for anything. You're just asking for uh, someone to show respect and recognize that you're spending money at their place. And if you're not spending money at their place, they're not making money. So that's a big deal. Uh, so I, and I, I've said this early on in some other shows. If you're going to a business and they're not treating you right, you got to stop going. How else are they going to learn? How else are they going to know? There's no way for that. Um, and that's a big deal. And if you continue to just give these businesses your money, and you're not asking for anything in return, they're not going to change anything. And if you're talking to me about it, or anyone else about it, and, you, and you're still giving them their money, you're not really changing anything. And this jumps into a bigger, very bigger picture, right? Because if you look at local government, and you're asking your local politicians to do stuff, and they're not doing it, that's a problem. And if you look at the national you're asking your politicians to do stuff and they're not doing it. What are you going to keep? Why, why are you continuing to support these people? Uh, at the end of the day, we, the consumer, have the powers in our hand. At the end of the day, I don't care what day of the week it is, we have the power. If you stop spending money, businesses will have to change. If you continue to spend money, businesses will not change. If you want an iPhone to be $400, trust me. Let 50% of the people stop spending money on iPhones. You'll see how the prices drop. It's supply and demand. If everybody wants it, the price is going to go up. If no one wants it, the price is going to go down. This is how it works. So at the end of the day, we the people have control over what the price is. If you rent, I don't care what it is. You have control over this stuff. I mean, there's sacrifices and somebody has to um, take one for the team. I'm not saying there's you know there's 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 no repercussion for one's action of course there is but at the end of the day if you don't want to spend ridiculous amounts of money if you don't want to you know sign your life away you have to change in that we all do but we have to work together you listen to smoking rhymes my name is rex 45 i am going to get into some more poetry it is a heavy night i you know i don't really warn about poems too much but these next few poems, hopefully your kids are asleep. Um, but, they, they, you, know, you know, we play stuff that's going on, and some stuff is heavy. And this one is a heavy one. Listen to Smoking Rhymes. When asked why I listen to music where they scream so much, I tell them there are days when I choke on my own voice and my words are unreadable through tears or night sweats 
or bone bruises or silence. And I need someone else to scream them for me. The louder, the better. I say it's because my RA wouldn't let me leave his room. His hands pressed bruises into my arms. He wouldn't let me go. And with that, he pulled down my pants. And with that, he pulled down my trust. He pulled down authority. He pulled down the walls and the flagpoles, pulled down the plans and the years, pulled down the tuning, dropped it, pulled straight and narrow off its tracks, pulled pickets from fences, whites from eyes, pulled what's the point of this from the post holes, pulled my eyelids up at night, pulled them down in intimacy, pulled the doors open, like, please leave the doors open. I'm just more comfortable with the door left open. Pulled the curtains on the sun, so I pulled open cans. Pulled open bottles, I pulled from cans, and I pulled from bottles, I pulled from bottles, I pulled from bottles, I pulled down my jaw. I pulled and plucked, honesty won't stop pouring from these pulled down dams. I pulled the dusty sheets off the box of knives, like, like Abraka Dabra, you can't disappear, you can't hide in the smoke or the mirror, stop sewing assistance in half. So I pulled the hair on the sides of my head. I pulled the sleeves off my t-shirt and my jacket. I pulled down, punk is dead. I pulled down, you're too old for this. I found salvation in a straightener and a hairspray in bloody fingertips cradling a guitar and survival flung from my vocal power cords. I left a part of me that was my choice, that was mine, that he couldn't pull down. I left a part of me that was my choice it was mine that no one could pull down. It was my choice. It was mine and no one could pull it down. A poem in which the word alcohol is replaced by survival after Nico Wilkinson. Survival, noun, a thing that kept me alive that one time, or place, a small town in Iowa where my sister kept me alive that one time, or survival, noun, the thing that nearly killed my sister that one time, the time we don't talk about, the time when survival, I mean place, was turning her lips gray, when I kicked the bathroom door at the bar in, when survival, verb, the act of self-destruction, or what she coughed up on to the toilet with blood heaved onto my shirt as EMTs begged her to go to the hospital. Survival, verb, to refuse help, to live day in and day out in a haze, like how my sister didn't know we were, she was in her own bed, hands clawing for another shot like she didn't fall out of my parked car when we got to her place, or like how she isn't drowning herself slowly. Survival, noun, a town I can only return to once in a while because my sister is still there, drowning, and I have tried to lifeguard too many times. Survival, noun, a home 
a glass of whiskey a couple hundred miles away that reminds me of home, a place where my sister still is, a thing that kept me alive that one time, survival, verb, to be too tired to help, to have watched my sister almost die too many times, to have been covered in someone else's stomach blood, sister, verb, to be there for each other when dying, to have, to have shared so much survival, like all the times we don't talk about, like how we can still sit in the bar where she almost died and it feels like a home where she is still drowning, survival, to have been at home where someone is dying. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on, on UB87FM. Rex 45 on a mic, 10 p.m. to midnight, poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. Uh, yeah, replace the word alcohol with survival. Building page. Heavy, heavy, heavy poem. Um, nonetheless, it's appropriate. It's on any dope. I mean, you know, it's where we are. Um, there's a lot of things that's happening in this, in this world. And, and I've said this a bunch and I'm going to continue saying it. Artists and artists capture it and hopefully capture the raw form of it so the rest of us can hopefully understand or kind of understand what's going on. Because sometimes seeing is believing and sometimes hearing is believing. Because when, you know, we're going about our daily lives, we're not doing either. You know, until something affects you, generally, you're kind of just in your own bubble. And so sometimes when you're out and about and you listen to some poetry or music, you're going to hear something that makes you empathize with other people because, you know, they're going through something. And that's what these poets, poems is about and, and what we're playing is about. Um, it's not always easy. And... You know, somebody gets up on a stage and, and, and does this. And before they get on the stage, they decide to write about it. And, you know, I've written about a couple of things in my lifetime. And we're generally always trying to filter it out and, and make it. So if you're hearing it and you think it's harsh, just kind of imagine what the unedited version was like. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, you know, is a lot more because I edit my stuff and, and, I, and I consider what other people will think when they hear it before I um, just say it the way I want to say it. And not to say, you know, because, it's something, you know, at the end of the day, if you're trying to make change, people got to digest what you're saying. And sometimes they don't, but, you know, for the most part, they have to because, you know, it's what it is. Uh, you're listening to Smoking Rhymes. My name is Rex45. I'm going to get into some more music right now. Uh, this is a national artist resides in boston um i met her in boston and she's on tour she's been on tour um she if you're in boston area she um got some nominations from the boston music award um which is a big deal and we get, we have had her on the smoking rhyme show in the past uh, which is also a big deal for us because we like to um, get people on before other people know who they are because that means we're on the edge 
and we like to be on the edge. And so far, I think we're batting like 100 um, for artists who are on the edge and we get to get them on the show before they go on everybody else's show. And that's bragging rights. And I like that because, you know, sometimes some people say they got their ears to the ground. I would say Smoking Rhyme Show, our ears is the ground. This one right here is Oompa Delight. Profit, aka percussion. You're now tuned into my guy, my man, Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes. 
Coming at you live and direct. Yeah. on all new B87 FM that one right there was I Dare You by Most Villainous give me a shout 617-440-8777 poetry music and some cannabis talk we love it here um, we like to give you poetry we like to give you music obviously we love talking about cannabis so it's a beautiful things. Uh, give me send. You can also send me an email, poetry at smokingrhymes.com. Drop the G in the word smoking, and email will get here. Um, definitely check us out on the social fronts, the Twitters, the Instagram, Facebook, uh, B87FM. Um, we tend to record all shows for the Smoking Rhyme show. Uh, we tend to post them on the soundcloud.com, R-E-X-Y, the number four five. And you can listen at your leisure. That's a beautiful thing. Um, that's all I can say about that. If you're in Florida, on the Gulf side, there's a hurricane coming. Hurricane Michael. It's not the best name, but nonetheless, there's the name. Um, they are evacuating like three counties already. So it sounds serious. So uh, if you have family in that neck of the woods, uh, reach out to them. Make sure they're doing the right thing. You don't want to happen in North and South Carolina where people stuck around 
and they shouldn't have. I mean, it's one thing if you're on a hillside, uh, way up on top of the hill, and you're sticking around. It's another thing when you're in the eye of the storm or the f- whatever it is. If you're off the beach, you're right in the storm. I'm just saying. So if people are telling you to leave, and nine times out of ten, it could be a hoax for sure. Not a hoax, but Mother Nature may not give you the blow that people anticipated. Still is enough of a reason to um, to leave. So if you're in Florida and you hear there's a hurricane coming and people are telling you to leave, um, you know, I don't know. I would leave. You know, maybe when I was knee high, I probably would say the heck with it. Um, but at this day and age, you know, it's better to be safe and sorry. Now, I say that assuming that I can always just leave. But, you know, if you have reasons you can't leave, financial or otherwise, then I suspect you'll be sticking around and dealing with whatever comes. And if that's the situation you're in, I mean, you know, I get it. I'm not going to tell you to leave. I'm not going to be like, oh, you should have left. Sometimes you can only leave if you can leave. Sounds simple, but it's true. It's just like that. So um, it is is that time of the year where we have a bunch of hurricanes. uh, And generally when these things happen, somebody doesn't make it. So that is sad. Uh, There was a... Where was I? I was somewhere... And there's a commercial on, and I'm not going to talk about the commercial, but it was picking on the males. And it was uh, one in two males, this thing happened. And it happens to be two males in the room, and I was one of them. And, you know, there's a long debate about what happens. But nonetheless, in a hurricane, people do die. And regardless if it's one or 10 or 20 or more, it doesn't, you know, you want, you, you want everybody to survive. I suspect you would want everybody to survive. So if you're down in that area, um, yeah, if you can, get out the way. And if you can't get out the way, uh, best, of, best of luck, which is not the best thing to say because I really wish you would be able to go. But um, I get it. So I'm going to leave it there. Uh, give me a shout, 617-440-8777. I'm going to get into some more poetry right now. This one is by Gabriel Ramirez. Um, Whenever I look over the balcony. Whenever I look over my balcony, I see dead pigeons where my body would land. Call it a bad omen. I can never tell my mother this, how I go downstairs and collect the failed messengers, hold them up to the sun, hold myself up to the sun and wait for what wings will get me close to that light. I name each bird after a friend that died in their sleep, too young to be crowned kings of anything except for living as though life was promised until it wasn't. I pluck the eyes from these birds and fish a sewing needle through another small skull. I build a necklace of defeated angels. I wear these dead birds like amethyst crystals to bed to dream of flying. 
to dream of exhaustion, to dream of my homies' hands made of light, ready to catch me wherever I fall, buildings bending to see what part of me will hit the ground first, rather be a spectacle of gravity, if not a spectacle of anything at all. Come one, come all, watch the boy made of a hundred rivers pour into the pavement, how he can never pour into himself. Watch his eyes roll back and turn to the black he suppressed within the waters of him, too acidic to consider himself a place where love can live watch river boy try to drown himself without the lungs to do it i don't want my mother to look over my balcony and see me another dead pigeon a tangle of protruding bones the boy who jumped and became a mess of orchids drowning in my own blood while the sun begins to speak of greek mythology and chokes up every time they say icarus like the name of a lover that died too soon the sun stops cries and laughs before saying gabriel you look just like him no not like this god if you be at all be my mother's chest or the street below be where i will be remembered forever fill my absence with feathers crown me king of living like life is promised until it isn't of what dies and learns how to fly king of light king of names kept alive through laughter our diaphragms stretching for air like wings made of what can no longer haunt us god if you be at all be a song that gets me out of bed when my cinder block depression weigh my thoughts down be a phone call from those i love the most the ones who pray for me even when they don't believe in you god remind me that there is so much more work to do and life to live remind me that i don't want to die remind me i don't want to die god remind me that i don't want to die and i just want a heaven full of pigeons my mother's love in my homies hands made of light ready to catch me wherever i fall the shower has been running for over an hour when i find her she is sitting cross-legged at the far end of the bathtub and without looking up she says the blood has finally slowed down these were the first words she's spoken since the hospital i'm sure she's been waiting to speak until now at least here, with the water streaming down her face, there's no way for me to tell if she's been crying, she says. Remind me tomorrow to cancel the baby registry. What am I supposed to say? I'm supposed to be good with words, but right now, there's a bright pink river snaking its way towards the drain, and I can't get my tongue to paddle us upstream back into her womb where we left our happiness yesterday. I read the story of a 12-year-old boy. Locked for two years in the bathroom. The light switch covered with duct tape to keep him from turning on the lights when they found him. He was too weak to climb out of the bathtub on his own before that. I read the story of a three-year-old child, hung upside down and beaten with a frying pan, then left to die on the floor while his parents on the air mattress next to him before that I read the story of a six-year-old girl who felt the only way to overcome the bullying was to hang herself with a jump rope a jump rope at what point did she feel so ignored she felt the only way to be heard was to turn that jump rope into a cord tie that cord around her voice anchor it to the heavens and play telephone with God sweet sweet girl if only my wife would have heard you she would have answered that call she would have shown you how to use that jump rope properly it's why I don't tell her these stories of these children born into monsters and afraid to sleep in the dark because it would only remind her there's a nightlight we bought for the nursery that will never be used it's even one of those nightlights that light up the sea
ceiling with tiny stars that night, we slept in each other's arms, our bodies entwined into a figure eight of infinity because that's how loud we dialed up the silence, and the only words of comfort I could muster was to tell her we'll just be the best aunt and uncle to everyone else's kids like this was some sort of consolation prize, sometimes the math just doesn't add up. On one end is a child wanting nothing more than a safe place to sleep. On the other, our parents staring at a crib they will never get to assemble. My God, do you not see this? Can you not do something to close the distance? Or at least tell me what to say to my wife to lift her up. When an empty womb feels so heavy, all she can do is collapse in the corner of our bathtub that Sunday. As I sat in church with my arms crossed, I glanced over to find her on her knees, her surrender telling me that sometimes the only way up is to hit the ground, that whispered prayers will reach heaven further than my screams, and for two years she did this, not once getting loud, stacked each prayer on top of the other until it was high enough to pierce the clouds, and finally he answered his cross appearing in the window of that positive pregnancy test and now I am bent over the same bathtub I found her years before giving our two-year-old son a bath he splashes water on the floor laughs when I get angry and when we finish when I tell him to put his bath toys away he kisses each one just before he drops it into the basket he knows how to love because he is loved he knows how to love because he is loved I pray every child could be as lucky for real you listen to smoking rhymes on all new beauty 7 fm i do pray that every sh- child would be as lucky because i'm not sitting here saying i you know know why people act the way they act um but love from my understanding usually does good instead of the opposite so and if every child knows they're loved and try to do love, whatever that is. Try to be, you know, it'd be a better world. That's all I can say. I know we can't get every person to do that because some people are just um, designed a certain way. But I think if the majority, the people in the middle, I think we can save them. The people on the on the fringes, whether good or the opposite of good, you know what it is. But the people in the middle is the people who are trying to um, sway to the good side, for lack of a, a better word. Um, so that that poem is is serious. Uh, it's called "Bathtub" by um, Asia Sampson, and you, you got to look him up. And you have to listen to that again if you didn't catch everything. I, I didn't perp maybe preparing the show. I might have put myself in a position where what I'm talking about, you know, tonight and cause a lot of, you know, I don't want to say sad, but they're not necessarily happy go lucky, uh, moments. And, um, but that's life in general. And, and this poem at the end sounds happy and go lucky in a sense, but if you listen to it throughout, it's, um, it's stuff that some people have to live through. And, um, I was listening to someone, Talked the other day about losing a child and saying that no one can tell them what it's like to lose a child, even though um, some people may be empathetic and um, and and say they understand. Uh, it's it, you know, and and so I, when I heard when I heard this poem, um, and in the beginning of the poem, it, it you know you gotta listen to it, but it you know it's. Um, this is the second child they're talking about because the first child didn't make it. And, um, you know, people have to live through that. And you, the fears of living through that. 
which is which is a big deal. And you listen to Smoking Rhymes, I can continue talking, but the music is stopped, so I try to be fair. I won't get on my soapbox is a different soapbox tonight, and I'm gonna leave it there. This next one is gonna be uh, Body. To wean you off, I tried to leave to say I quit the drug, to say I'm beat, but the word it chases me.
on all new beauty 7 fm my name is rex 45 that one right there was love falls down by uh poppy ajuda pretty dope before that was sinead harnett body um two songs i'm feeling you know i think most things here are on the show i'm feeling because uh, we try to play the try to give you the best of what we can um which is a good thing and um if you're listening to the words that's that's clearly a beautiful thing um for those that were up and were paying attention earlier uh there's a ninth judge that just got on the supreme court and his swearing in was tonight it was at the white house there's um, lots of controversy uh, last week. Not controversy. He was being, he was accused of, um, 
I guess I don't want to say rape because it wasn't rape, but he held her down by force. And who knows what could have happened. Um, You know, the young lady at the time, now she's a professor, um, was able to get away. Um, It was a traumatic event to where she told her husband and told her therapist. And so... um, and a few other people came forward, and some other people came forward to um, say she they believed in her, and um, for whatever reason, uh, this guy's still um, on the Supreme Court, and being appointed to the Supreme Court is a life appointment, so he's on forever until he kicks the bucket, and, and that's a big thing, especially. Um, in a place where not everyone is accepted. You know, it's nice to have a balance. And when you don't have that balance, then it's more like a... It's, it's unbalanced. I don't want to, um, you know, misguide anyone. But it, 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 it is a serious thing. In a few weeks, we have some elections coming up. And I've been talking about this from the beginning of the year. And we've been seeing this in some parts of the country um, that folks who have never got into politics before getting into politics and running for an office of sorts. You don't have to go that far. If you've never voted before, Might this might be time that you might want to consider it. And I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but you may want to look at um, who is running in your neck of the woods and see... Um, who you like best. It is important to be involved. It is important to uh, pay attention to what's going on and make a decision. And if you have the opportunity, that is an important thing. You know, I don't want to call anyone out, um, but I've had folks say they don't want to, ah, no, nobody's paying attention to me. And that's not the case. It's still important. It's important to exercise those options. The music stopped. I'm going to get into some poetry. Then we're going to get into the pot cafe and continue on this night. This uh, next poem is The Part of Her That Mattered by Jesse Parent. After my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, I put on a shirt that had been folded for months, fallow and dusty in my closet, and I pulled out a long brown chestnut hair from a jagged seam. See, my wife has always had long hair. That waist-length librarian straight loomed down her back. She is feast and I famine. Our friends would often say her long hair is what defined her along with her smile. And when my wife found out the tumor was malignant, she called it her asshole which shocked our church friends. She said she wanted her asshole removed, which confused the proctologist, but she embraced pruning as a means of growth, survival. When we had to tell our kids that my wife had cancer, my eldest son held it together, made it into math. My daughter shattered like a slipped and soapy plate, but my youngest, the eight-year-old, went silent as sleep, eyes wide and wet, and in a voice like Jesus, young and in the temple wise, he asked his mother, will you survive? And I broke an oak, giving up to the storm, but my wife, she weathered and simply replied, I'll try. I'll try. 
No promise, just an exercise of will behind a wet smile, and she fights like only she can, wears a pink feather boa with a cancer shirt on every time she goes to chemotherapy, but she writhes on the floor a week later when the poison in her body flips her off instead. She tells the oncologist to hollow her out, to ball her like a melon, and she will fight to stay the greenest rind, to plane her straight, take every lump and soft part of her. She will be so much woman without it, vows to be bald and breastless, but still alive, still breathing, evicting this asshole from her body, and I remember... All of this, as I look at that long brown strand I have excavated from my shirt from a time when cancer was something other people got, when assholes were simply things that and governed Indiana. And I hold that thin strand over the trash can and I let go. I go downstairs to cuddle with my wife on the couch, kiss her bald head, and she manages a smile that is weak, but still her, still there. And when we put our bald heads together, (laughs) it looks kind of like a butt, (laughs) except there is no asshole. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes on all new B87 FM. That one right there was uh, Jesse Pearing, the part of her that matters. Uh, that was a very um, good poem and um, insightful and very serious. So it's time. You hear the music. You know what it is. So as I was saying earlier, Philadelphia. A total of eight medical schools have been approved to participate in cannabis research in Pennsylvania. Five of those schools are located in Philadelphia. It's a big deal, right? Governor Tom Wolf has certified the medical school as Academic Clinic Research Center, ACRC. Sounds like a car, radio control car. With an ACRC status, the school can work directly with cannabis companies to implement research programs and analyze data collected by dispensaries. The schools will not be handling cannabis or touching the plant itself. Schools can lose federal funding if they directly handle cannabis as a drug while it's still a, uh, scheduled as a narcotic. So uh, there's a few, I'll, I'll list off some of the schools Drexler University, Lewis Katz, Sydney, Kimmel, uh, Philadelphia College, Penn State, University of Pittsburgh, and uh, Lake Erie College. Uh, several of the schools have already announced which companies they will be partnering with. Temple will be working with Laurel Harvest Lab, with Drexler be partnering with um, another school. Uh, this is a big deal. Um, for uh, colleges to get into the research. I remember many days um, debating with a friend about um, colleges going to Jamaica and doing research down there and coming back to the U.S. and um, making progress. Uh, So it is very much a big deal um, that colleges are getting into the research process um, because I think in the long run, 
it will definitely um, benefit all of us, uh, especially the CBD and the non-psychoactive properties. While that's awesome to be, um, to be you know, nice, uh, there's a lot of benefits that's good for the human body um, that you can get from cannabis without necessarily being high. And I think if colleges can uh, pinpoint that, and I say colleges over business because um, I think you get a little bit more leeway. Not to say colleges are not in it to make money or to make a name from themselves, but businesses are definitely in it to make money, period. Um, that is the pot cafe. It is short and it is sweet, but nonetheless, it is, a, it is effective. If you're in the Philadelphia area, Pennsylvania area, and you're interested in this stuff, um, look at one of these schools. Um, you never know what's going to happen. I'm going to get into some more poetry. This one right here is called Mouse by BioFi. There's a mouse who comes out from under the fridge at exactly midnight. I go to sleep early, but these days I've been burning the midnight oil trying to write these new poems, getting discouraged, becoming convinced I have no talent, then giving up and just watching Game of Thrones. The mouse seems deeply disappointed that I am awake, <laughs> then scuttles away. Mouse, I don't know what you want from me. That's why your opinion matters so much. <laughs> My therapist told me, and I quote, Bao, your problem may be that you give too many fucks. End quote. And observe that I am able to see nuance and challenge binary and dichotomous thinking concerning race, but not when I'm judging myself. Am I a good dad or a bad dad? Am I beautiful or not? Am I good overall or bad overall? Am I useful or not? A bad poet or a good poet? Do I deserve to be alive or not? And so on. I keep having these dreams where I'm left behind. And when I wake up, I feel like I deserve to be alone. Mouse... When you creep out from under the place, I must assume you've always known. What do you see? Someone who's doing his best, and if you're patient, you get what he gets? Or someone who simply inhabits a space you'd rather have all to yourself? I'm trying to see things your way. There are all these little spaces that make us into who we are, and sometimes I can't breathe when I feel stuck. I think of stars and ocean waves, mouse, these things that are bigger than me and can't be bothered to care. Hey, yo, it's Prophet, a.k.a. Percussion. You're now tuned into my guy, my man, Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes, coming at you live and direct. Yeah. Living my fantasies out 
Listening to Smoking Rhymes on the all new B87 FM is Rex 45. On the mic, that one right there was James Vickery until morning. Uh, give me a shout 617 440 8777. Send me an email poetry at Um In November, we're going to have some really cool people coming on. And we're going to be talking to them, getting to know them. We're going to be hearing if they're a poet. We're going to get get to hear some poets live. If you're an artist, we'll talk to them and play some of what they're working on. Uh, if they're an activist or just in the community doing great things, we're going to hear what they're doing and how others can get involved, which is I think is a really cool part because there is a lot of cool things happening in Boston and um, there's opportunities for folks that are really trying to um, put themselves in a position to be, um, you know, if they're in, if in this instance, if you're into music, poetry or art, um, in, in, in some degree, you will be able to, um, you know, get ex- some exposure. And there are a lot of people that's trying to get involved in that and are involved in that in, 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 in Boston. So um, definitely keep it locked for that. Uh, I'm going to play one more um, song before I get out of here. Uh, in the morning, you're going to have Notorious VOG. Um, keep it locked for that. And all day long, you just keep it on B87FM. My name is Rex45. I'll be back next Monday with more poetry. 
more good music and more cannabis talk. This one right here uh, is Sober by Mahalia.
Them right we off like a letter, but we still a trendsetter. The 